Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our sermon text this morning comes from our Old Testament reading, Deuteronomy chapter 30. Dear fellow redeemed in Christ Jesus, when you buy a new vehicle, you might spend some time doing some research. You might contrast and compare. Do I buy new or used? Do I buy a Chevy or Ford? Do I buy a sedan, SUV, or pickup truck? Now, in your selection of what vehicle to buy, you might do research on various points. What will financing be like if I buy this vehicle or that vehicle? What dealership would I much rather do business with? Now, before you decide what to buy, you might check out consumer reports to get measurements, gas mileage, how comfortable the seats are, and safety features, too. You look at your options. You contrast and you compare. In our Old Testament lesson today, we are presented with a contrast. We are presented with a choice. It is not a choice to be taken lightly. It is a choice which, unlike what, what kind of car you buy, comes with eternal outcomes. Now, in our text, Moses lays out a contrast before the people of Israel. Life and good, death and evil. That same contrast is presented to us, too. We have a choice to keep life and good or choose death and evil. Life and good, death and evil. In contrasting these, Moses lays out what the conditions of each of these are. If the Israelites obey the commandments of God, love the Lord their God, walk in his ways, he says, then you shall live and multiply, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land that you are entering to take possession of it. So we have here the way the people are to live and what the outcome of living in that way is. But in contrast to that, if the Israelites don't do these things, if they do not live this way, if their heart turns away, if they will not hear, if they are led to worship other gods and serve them, Moses says, you shall surely perish. You shall not live long in the land that you are going over the Jordan to enter and possess. Quite a contrast, indeed. Now, what do we make of these two contrasts? The contrast between life, the way of life, and the way of death. The way of good and the way of evil. Can you decide to be alive five minutes from now? Can you guarantee that you will not have an aneurysm, heart attack, or stroke in the next five minutes? No. We cannot choose life. That decision belongs to God, our Heavenly Father, the Creator. Life has already been given to us. In our sinful nature, all we can choose is death and evil. Five minutes from now, we can, we can choose to be dead. Now, tragically, this happens every time someone ends their own life, leaving sorrow and chaos in their wake. 
but only God can decide to live, can decide for us to live, for he is the one who gives us life in the first place. Moses is expanding this by saying we can choose not only physical death, but spiritual death as well. So he warns, do not choose death. Don't choose to live the way of death and evil. Do not turn your hearts away from him. Do listen to him. Do not be led away to other gods and worship them. This is the only decision we have to make. Not to end our life. Not to choose death. God, our Heavenly Father, is the creator. He is the creator of life. We sang about this in our opening hymn this morning. To all life thou givest, to both great and small, in all life thou livest, the true life of all. This is confessed in the small catechism. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. What does this mean? I believe that God has made me and all creatures, that he has given me my body and soul, eyes, ears, and all my members, my reason, and all my senses, and still takes care of them. We cannot choose life as if we can conjure up enough power from within ourselves to decide to live from one moment to the next. No, we go through life living. Every breath we breathe, Every breath we take is a gift from God. Life has already been given to us. Life was given to the Israelites. Therefore, Moses gives this exhortation. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curse. Therefore, choose life that you and your offspring may live. It is in and through Jesus Christ and on account of Christ that we are given life, that is, eternal life. God the Father did not spare his own son, Jesus Christ, but delivered him up for us all. Jesus Christ willingly came down from heaven and died on the cross. He died on the cross for you. On the cross... He was the sin-bearer. He was the scapegoat. He took on your sin, and he took the punishment you deserve. By his suffering and death on the cross, Jesus Christ defeated sin, death, and the devil. And on the third day, he emerged from the grave, victorious to life. Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. He he is a life made manifest, and we have seen it and testified to it and proclaimed to you the eternal life which was with the Father and was made manifest to us. Now, in your baptism, you were given life. As the old sinful Adam in you was killed and the new Adam was raised victorious to new life. Raised to new life, Adam was raised to new life. You took on Christ's righteousness. On account of Christ, your sins have been forgiven. They have been washed clean. You have become God's people, the new 
Israel. You have become children of the Heavenly Father. You are in Christ. Becoming God's people through Jesus Christ, you don't have to make this choice of life and good. He has chosen it for you. He has given it to you. Baptized in the Christ, death has no more dominion over you. What a joy it is to remember that you are a baptized child of God the Father. A baptized child who has received life everlasting. This life didn't only come to you in your baptism. No, it continues to come to you. Week after week, when you are gathered in this sanctuary, life comes to you. Life comes to you through word and sacrament in the divine service. Life comes to you in the word as it is preached, taught, and proclaimed. Life comes to you in the Lord's Supper. Yes, today, at this altar, you will receive the very body and blood of Christ. The very body and blood shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. When you approach this altar, you receive the forgiveness of Christ offered to you. Through this body and blood of Christ, you do receive life. To be sure, these words, given and shed for you for the forgiveness of sins, show us that in the sacrament, forgiveness of sins, life and salvation are given to us. For as Luther plainly states, for where there is forgiveness of sins, there is life and salvation. We have life, for it has been given to us. For as Moses told the Israelites, rings true for us. He is your life and length of days. Indeed, he is our life and length of days. Because he has given us life and continues to do so, we will dwell with him in the land promised to us. We are certainly his own and will live under him in his kingdom and serve him in everlasting righteousness, innocence, and blessedness. Amen. Now may the peace of God which surpasses all understanding keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus to life everlasting. Amen.